Hi, everybody. Chris Gethard here. Welcome to New Jersey is the World. Uh, normally, I would say with most of the shows on this network, I am the host and I have co-hosts. But I am definitively the co-host on this one because we got our own food. Do I want to say aficionado? Sure. I don't know if you're comfortable with that. Expert? Oh, no. <laughs> Enthusiast for certain. Yes. <laughs> Bergen County's own Don Finelli, the guy who likes to tell us his opinions on New Jersey food and uh, some of the most joyful conversations I get to have. How you doing, Don? I'm doing great, man. How you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. And I'm glad that you and I just get to say, I'm doing great. I'm pretty good because we talked about how we were really doing before we started. And Half hour at least of, man, life is weird. Life is weird and hard and directionless. Yeah. And it's Yeah. We have yeah. children's so race. Black hole, black pit. Yeah. All that that stuff. being said, we're talking food now, baby. <laughs> I lit up. <laughs> now I can feel good about myself. Well, Don, I'm, I'm so excited. I have to say people really, um, you know, you're in LA. You've also been very busy. You, am I allowed to reveal what you've been acting in? Cause I know it hit the trades. Uh, yeah, sure. I don't care. Yeah. I know you have a part in the new, uh, the, I think it's Amazon relaunch of uh, a league of their own. Mm-hmm. With our, our old friends, Abby Jacobson is in it. Darcy yeah. Carter. I'll see if I'm still in it. But when, if I make the cut, and we'll see if the it. editor is kind to you. But yeah. you've been busy. I've been touring again. So I, you and I touched base early on. How's everything going with the New Jersey's the World Project? You're a guy on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. It's going really well. And I will, I will tell you, if you did not pick up on this, people loved your bagel battle episode. Um, there were some people on the Patreon who saw the video you put up. I saw one comment from someone who said, this video is just pornography. Yeah. Looking at the bagels. Yeah. Uh, I tr- I'm trying. I- I'm really trying to get the <laughs> do as best as I can with the skills that I have oh, you're- to get some good food food vids absolutely Laura, laura's always like they want the people want to see you eating down and i was like no and i don't know that little part of the video where i got you in there being like i don't like to be i don't want people to be looking at me with you i was like i'm the same way i look like such a fucking chooch but hey listen uh, if you if if laura thinks the people want to see me yes <laughs> please food voice your opinions let us know <laughs> if you want to see more close-up videos of don eating or just the food i mean i do have to say that video Topic with the baby just seeing those videos, especially we heard from, you'll be happy to hear. I think this will mean a lot to you. A lot of comments from people who are like, I don't live in New Jersey anymore. And this video is making me some people saying like mad or sad or other people being like turned on, but just seeing those Jersey bagels. Oh, there, dude, we, we, we went wonderful. to Bell's bagels, which we think are the best bagels in LA, but, um, uh, yeah, we went there immediately. That we after I was just showed Laura the video. She's like, "We gotta go get bagels." Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Bill, Bill, Bill's Bill's a good place to go in Highland Park if you're out out here in LA. Well, again, if you're listening, if you want to partake in these discussion threads, or if you want to watch these videos, join up at the Patreon. Patreon.com/slash New Jersey is the world. The uh, any subscriber gets access to those discussion threads, and if you're at that uh, upper tier, you get the the old videos, the pornographic videos of bagels that Don shoots. <laughs> now, Don, this month, this is really cool. We still have a whole list of places. You you were back in Jersey months back, and you just made it like a food blitz. Yeah, yeah. One thing you did was we always ask for people to send us voicemails, 973-780-4660. People send us voicemails about all kinds of stuff, but we've asked for food recommendations. Mm-hmm. You made a priority. Maybe these aren't places that are on Peter Genovese's list. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe these aren't the places that New Jersey Monthly is listing in their annual right. best places to eat, but... Right. We are the voice of the people here at New Jersey is the world. 
some people just told us about their local spots. And uh, yeah. you wanted to do an episode today that's just, let's grab four different voicemails. You went to all yep. four of these places while you were in town. Some of them, yep. I think, are probably more written about than others. But let's sure. just bang out four based on people's recommendations. Yeah, I was like, this would be cool to do like every every now and then. Uh, and I think moving forward, too, I think like it's good to like remind folks that we are listening to these voicemails. Oh, We've yeah. got a shit ton of them. <laughs> we have a lot backlog. I'm out in Los Angeles, but when I am in New Jersey, I'm trying to hit up some of these places. Uh, and, and they're appreciative. And if we can't get these places, it's just awesome to hear that people like love supporting their local spots and like what they like to eat there is always helpful. Hey, you got to try X at this place. So, well, uh, yeah, we have a ton of these and I went to a, a couple of them and these are just kind of some stragglers that I went to that again, went to a couple months ago. So, um, uh, we thought, Hey, let's put, let's put a couple together. Um, the first two we're going to start with are like breakfast joints. That, uh, that I was really psyched to hear about. All right. Let, you know what? Let's get into it. And we'll keep talking along the way. Which which uh, voicemail would you like me to play first? Let's do Brownstone. Okay. Let's, do, let's do our friends. This is yeah. Brownstone. And I am fairly certain that if you are a, an old fan of the Chris Gethard show, I'm fairly certain this is actually Random Gene calling in. Random mm-hmm. Gene moved out near the uh, George Washington Bridge during the pandemic and has gotten into the Jersey thing. So I'm going to go ahead yeah. and play this voicemail. And we'll hear what Don thought about the brand Brownstone Pancake Factory. Do it. Hi, Chris. It's Jean. I thought I'd participate in my favorite places to eat. So what I've really loved lately in New Jersey is Brownstone's Pancake Factory in Angled Cliffs. It's amazing. Um, they have some of the best pancakes, and it's a pretty classy place to get brunch. It's not quite like my favorite pastime, Balthazar and Soho, but for now, <laughs> it'll do. And I also really love High Rams in Portland. They've got some great mm-hmm. hot dogs. Um, I go there sometimes. It's super like um, rural trucker vibe. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's so hard to believe something like that can exist in northern New Jersey. <laughs> but I love it. It's so like rustic. I think that's the best way to describe it. Um, another place I also like in Englewood Coast is called Lush Cays. They've got some amazing okay, Greek well, you know, food. No disrespect to the Greek place, but we are yeah. uh, focusing on the Brownstone Pancake Factory. That's right. also have to say Hiram's, which is a very famous... Uh, yeah. Very famous hot dog place and used to be across the street from a place called Callahan's, which I think isn't there anymore. Right. Um, they were but, like the competing hot dog joints. And that was like a legendary New Fort Jersey Lee. food battle up in Fort Lee. But uh, I think yep. Callahan's maybe still has a truck somewhere and I think Hiram's is still surviving. So One of the best t-shirts my buddy would wear was a Hiram shirt. It was just so simple and beautiful. It's a lot of good hot dog. Rutz Hut has a great There's, t-shirt and Hot Dog Johnny's. Yeah, everyone's got like, yeah, the Hot Dog Johnny's hot t-shirt dog. is great. <laughs> the merch in uh, North Jersey for hot dogs is the hustle the side hustles <laughs> on all these sorry to bring up Rutz Hut Don I know that your order still brings you shame oh man Rutz Hut fuck up man okay Shit. now it still stings my ass let's uh let's move on to more positive <laughs> things Gene has moved out to New Jersey recommends the yeah. Brownstone Pancake Factory yeah you went there at Englewood Cliffs I went there yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I got some, uh, I, I think what they're known for, and I think it was on Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. I could be wrong, but I think what they're known for are these pancake wraps, which they make these huge pancakes, and then they just stuff them with like a 
full American breakfast. And like, you just like roll it up and eat it like a burrito basically. Um, so we're like, well, let's get the brownstone famous pancake wrap. So we got one of those, which is just, again, a huge pancake and inside is like bacon, egg, bacon, egg and cheese. <laughs> it's just rolled up. Uh, and you just, <laughs> that was by far, I think our favorite thing. My mom, I, we got some food for my mom. You went with your mom? So she got like a... Or you brought it home. I didn't go with my mom. We, we like, yeah, we brought it home. So um, first of all, like uh, it, really cute joint. Uh, if you see the videos that I, I'll, I'll send, uh, that I'll make, um, really, really like classy, like not 50s diner. I, I, I wouldn't say that. It was just like really, really like really nice inside and... Uh, looked inviting and and I definitely want to uh, go back there and and eat there. Um, so yeah, my mom, we got my mom like a chicken sausage and and cheese colossal omelet. They're called Ooh. and they are they're fucking enormous. And we got a side of Jersey grits because that was an option. So what we're like, that? well, why the fuck not? It's grits, Chris, and we'll talk about it. Uh, and then we also got banana walnut pancakes with like whipped butter. Um, uh, just to try, like, hey, let's try something. They're the fucking pancake factory, so let's try some more of their pancakes. Um, so, yeah, I, simple. We can go right down it. The best thing was definitely that pancake wrap. That was just, like, by far a insane thing. I've, I've never seen something like that before. I think a couple other joints do that. But um, a true, just a enormous pancake wrap with bacon egg and cheese inside rolled up we thought it definitely needed like you put some syrup on that and it just brought it home um i think that was like the, our extra like zinger is to like throw throw a little syrup on that thing uh the pancakes uh itself uh great texture it's it's hard to talk about okay i think this whole place I think it was just a weird thing, Chris, where like everything needed a little salt. Mm. So if you're the, I'm just saying, if you're Brownstone Pancake Factory, like your pancakes got to be banging, right? Like they got to be like the the star of the show. And I felt like texture wise, they were like amazing. I just thought I was like, just need a little salt. And it was the same thing with the Jersey grits. I was like, they kind of just tasted blah. I don't know what made them Jersey. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm not sure like Mm -hmm. what made them actually jersey grits uh or they were just kind of thrown out in there i was just like i think what happened and this might be a, a recurring theme in some of the other places i tried but i think what happened i don't know if you've felt this in the last couple of years but it's like once like salt was like equal to cholesterol like some like dinery places like just stop salting certain aspects of their food so you'll taste like the a certain part you know, uh, say you have an omelet, they go, Oh, if there's cheese in this omelet, we won't salt the other things too much or at all because there's salt in the cheese. And if you've ever watched as many cooking shows as I have, which is just a pastime of mine, Chris, um, and, and competition cooking shows, people are sent home for not seasoning their food properly. I feel like it's like the cardinal sin of cooking that I think diners sometimes are pushing to that trend because I think they oversalted a lot of stuff. Maybe I don't fucking know. Like we just grew up eating salted sugar, so our palates are, you know, probably slowly changing. But I think there was this like big push to be like, all right, now 
you've oversalted stuff, so don't salt anything now. And like anything with salt in it will salt the rest of your food. And that's just wrong. Um, so it's just getting that sense like everything needed a little salt. Do you think that there's some element of people are now going, well, we put salt out at the table and people can salt to taste on their own? Or is it? Yeah, maybe it needed to be cooked more with the salt. Straight up, it needs to be. For, it needs to for be me, cooked in there. For me, I'm like you're the chef. You know how much you know what I mean. Like I, I don't mm-hmm. want to be the chef mm-hmm. when I'm eating mm-hmm. it. Like I just want to eat your food and I trust you. And I, I'm I'm picking on Brownsville. This has happened at a lot of places that I've eaten at, where I was like one aspect was salted and one aspect was not. So you need both of them together. Uh, and I'm eating shit together, and hey, if that's how it's meant, but it, it, you could taste like it, there's a discrepancy. There's there's there, it, it fucks with your palate a little bit. Um, so yeah, I thought like if yeah, I thought the it, there could have been a little bit more flavor there, and I think it was a salt issue to be honest with you because the textures and the amount of food was bonkers. The 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 um, omelet was really good. The the chicken sausage uh, cheese omelet pretty good but again need a, maybe a little salt there uh yeah maybe you're right yeah people people can salt and pepper their own stuff but i'm a, i'm a, i'm gonna always defer to the the restaurant the chefs uh and the cooks to do it that it sounds like this place was good didn't good didn't blow your mind didn't necessarily blow my mind like the banana um walnut pancakes like i was like ready to rock with them but it was again like the actual flavor of the pancake i just thought they're I have pancakes by me. I have this like little diner place by me in LA, real unassuming place in a strip mall, a hidden gem. It's like we go there, we try to go there once a week, once every other week. They're fucking pancakes. They put a little cardamom in it. They're just seasoned enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where they're where you're not like uh, enough with you know it's too much. They're just seasoned enough where it's like if you get the texture and the seasoning of pancake. I just made pancakes this weekend, man. <laughs> Buckwheat pancakes for my kid. Uh, I notice salt is very interesting and in fucking, if you have a lot of flour, cause these are monstrous pancakes. I, there might be salt in it. I just don't know if there's enough. And I'm pretty sensitive to that stuff too. I can kind of taste when something's a little like overkill. Uh, I think my palate has developed enough to like for sugar salt. Like I think I, know the right amount. I'm rarely adding salt to anything. So So I get the sense. And and I want to say to you, I'm on their website. They've got locations in Englewood Cliffs, Edgewater, and Brick. So a couple up there, up uh, right on the other side of the Hudson River, and then one down more central, trending towards southern Jersey. Uh Uh-huh. At the Englewood Cliffs location, they do offer drive-in movie nights for the families. Mm -hmm. I think that's great. And on their history page, John, um, Brownstone family run for 45 years. Stoke. They've got pictures of people who are, are working there now as little kids on Polaroid pictures. Yeah. And uh, they say that they are looking to redefine the dining experience. They're, they're, they're like, what they offer, I, I don't know if you take a look at their desserts. Because, again, we went there for breakfast, but their desserts are like off the fucking charts. Like the pictures of like all these like milkshakes and ice creams that they have there. I'm like, I got to go back. Listen, it was an inviting place. Warm. It was cool. We went there on a, like a, the wind was nuts. Uh, and, and, you know, kind of going Oof. inside and there wasn't a lot of diners, you know, this is still kind of in the middle of pandemic zone. So there was, wasn't a lot of people inside. Um, 
Uh, just a cool joint that Crisp- I was like, I'll definitely, I'll definitely come back to this place. Crispy Nutella French Toast Sunday. Yeah, crazy, right? They got some like insane, you know. That sounds great. Yeah, I'm just saying, if you're the pancake factory, like blow me away with the pancakes. That's all I'm saying. So yeah. again, I'm always will. Anytime there's like a salt issue or there's a seasoning issue, I'm always willing to go back to a place if they got great service, great people, great environment. Uh, the rest of the food's fine. If there's just like something that's like a little off here and there, I'm always like, oh, I'm definitely willing to give you another chance. And I think they deserve it because it's cool joint. Definitely. Cool and joint. I just want to read Don because I mean, there's you can get buttermilk pancakes, you can get silver dollars, mm-hmm. but I'm just going to quickly read because again, not every plate, maybe they missed the mark on salt for you this time, but I do want to just always help shout out local businesses. Um, mm-hmm. Certainly. I think if you could choose this or like a, a chain restaurant, I got nothing against an IHOP or a Denny's at all, but if you can choose a family owned business, oh, do so it. let me just get people excited and read some of their menu items. Chocolate covered strawberry pancakes. Yeah. Fried Oreo cheesecake pancakes. <laughs> Tres carnes pancakes, buttermilk pancakes <laughs> with ham, bacon and pork and cheddar cheese. Uh, Jersey chicken and cheddar pancakes. Uh huh. Brownie Sunday pancakes, salted caramel pretzel pancakes. Mm hmm. Now, Chris, now you saying all that stuff, right? Is now in my head I'm like, "Oh yeah, their pancakes are the canvas." You know, so maybe they're not over mm. you know, jumping them up cuz they're putting the fucking Trace Leches or whatever the fuck it is Trace Carnes. Trace Carnes. Showstopper yeah. Don, Showstopper <laughs> pancakes, chocolate chip and peanut butter pancakes topped with bananas with cream and drizzled with caramel and chocolate sauce. Yeah, so I obviously did it wrong. I guess I I did the I did the real pussy version of this. So I, I guess I need to go back and just So you just went and got basic pancakes. I got I just, I, well, I'm just talking about the pancake wrap for the bacon, egg, and cheese, right. kind of for their for their thing, and then also I got I got banana walnut pancakes, you know, like. But listen, I tried. If somebody lists, uh, if somebody says this is what we're famous for, these famous pancake wraps, you're gonna go with it, yeah. And then if oh, absolutely, I'm looking here the Muscle Man pancake wrap with chicken, sausage, egg whites, and cheddar. I'm seeing the Cali pancake wrap. Yep. Avocado, yep. baby spinach, cheddar, chicken, sausage. I think it's the way Aoli. to go. I just think it's fun as hell. It's like breakfast in a bite, like throw uh, my, my, my uh, suggestion is throw a little syrup in there too. Just throw a little syrup on that pancake on the outside. Guy Fieri's triple D Buffalo chicken pancake wrap, Buffalo fried chicken with mozzarella, peppers, and blue cheese wrapped in an oversized. So yeah, this is a different thing. This is a different thing. I also will say this too. um, And I think that, have you ever seen the stand up comic Shane Torres? He's, he's, Good guy. He has a bit. He did it on mm-hmm. Conan about Guy Fieri. You may have seen it. Yes, yes. Oh, brilliant, it's great. Brilliant. Where he says, yeah. we have to stop making yeah, fun of this guy. Yeah, why is everyone ripping and on this guy? Everybody yeah. should go watch it. It's just, he's like, all this guy does is support local businesses and employ yeah. people. And he gives his employees health insurance. And this, it's a great, yeah. great, funny, funny bit. I'm not going to do it justice here. Yeah. I will say, though, I've read articles about how after appearing on Diners, uh, Drive-ins and dives. Sometimes, yeah, triple D. Sometimes businesses do get taxed to a point where it affects the business. Whether mm. now it's barraged and they start getting bad reviews for service because they can't keep up with the service because of the crush of people, or mm-hmm. because they have to crank out certain items at a certain pace. That yep. so who yep. knows? Maybe there's a dark side to be on there that's showing up with this salting issue on their more basic items. That Chris, we can, you cannot. Um, I'm not uh, trying to make excuses. No, but we have to also talk about the pandemic and 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 yeah. p- places are losing people and workers yeah. and work, there's a worker sh- there's staff shortages and stuff like that. So I'm, that's why I'm always like I'm I will always give 
benefit of the doubt. I'll always try to place twice. I'll always go back there. If they seem warm and fighting, everything's fine. You know what I mean? Like there wasn't any major issues. It didn't get a bad five. There wasn't bad attitudes. It was like everything was good. Uh, there's a ton of shit on the menu that I want to try. So, uh, and it's close enough to my where where my family is that I'm I'm down to down to give them another go. I also get the sense based on this menu that it's like if you went out drinking and you're hungover and you just want to oh, get a big Jesus. pile of fucking garbage, like yeah, you're you're gonna do. Great here. Fired from your job? Hit up hit up a fucking Oreo pancakes, man. Just go to town. <laughs> <laughs> now, we got a message from Daniela uh, laying out a few mm-hmm. different places, including, I believe, the other breakfast place you went to. So I want to play some of that message. Yeah. Chris Gethers, I'm a huge fan. Uh, my name's Daniela from Colts Neck. Uh, so I'm a Monmouth County girl. I saw you at the Bell House a few years ago. It was a great show. Thanks. Um, I think it just one, so I'm going to give you a few. <laughs> Bangkok Bistro in Manalpin on Route 9 has, I think, the best Thai food probably in New Jersey. Wow. Um, Beer of Vino in Red Bank, really good Italian. Yep. And if you're looking for great breakfast, toast. Um, they have three locations. Mm-hmm. One in Asbury Park. It's really cute. And... Um, yeah, I hope this helps. Good luck uh, with your project. Happy holidays. So, happy holidays to you as well, Daniela. A very nice message. Uh, Dan- right? Listen, like short and sweet, and here we go. People say Jersey Shore girls are all just attitude and big hair. No, sometimes they say, hey, Fuck you no. had a great show. Have a great holiday. We're good people from good stock here in New Jersey. <laughs> so, Don, I, uh, toast yeah. for breakfast. You did not go yep. to the Asbury Park location. I went to the Montclair one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went to the Montclair one. Uh, Laura and I uh, stayed at the George. Shout out to the George, a little uh, boutique hotel. This was like the first time we were away from our kid. Our, the grandparents were on the East Coast. The grandparents were watching the kid for a night. And so we stayed there and went and we got toast the next morning, take out, brought it back to the hotel room. Um, sounds awesome. Yeah. First, the first thing I got a shout out with them, like we like, I don't drink a lot of coffee. <laughs> This sounds so stupid. I love saying this. I don't drink a lot of coffee. I don't drink coffee. I do drink cappuccinos, though, every now and then. Mm-hmm. It's like a weekend thing for me. I'll take a nice little cappuccino down. Okay. Um, okay. The fucking cappuccinos at this place were amazing. <laughs> they were great. At so toast? I just want to shout them. Yeah, at toast. They were very, very good. Um, uh, basically, Laura got like the coolest shit, which was hollow French toast, and she added strawberries to it. Mm-hmm. Um and it was really good. I think adding a fruit to it uh, was like kind of uh, gave it maybe a little bit more, made it more interesting, I would say. Uh, but by itself, solid French toast, kind of hard to fuck that one up. And they did not. Uh, I got this spinach, feta and mushroom omelet because uh, I'm a healthy bitch. Um, <laughs> and uh, and then we also got a side a biscuit. Uh, and then, so yeah, and then cappuccinos. Cappuccinos are amazing. The hollow French toast, really good with, uh, had some like, um, uh, uh, powdered sugar. And then Laura added those strawberries. I thought that combo was solid. If you're kind of in the mood for that type of breakfast, um, sometimes you're just in something decadent, uh, and, uh, sugary, uh, and that will, that will do it. Uh, same issue with my omelet, uh, a little salt issue. A little salt tissue, I'd say. Need a little salt. I would say, like the inside, like the eggs were really fluffy. It was a good omelet. I was just saying, like sometimes, like the sautéed spinach, feta, mushroom inside, like onion thing, like just didn't taste it 
salty at all. Um, so again, I'm thinking like, oh, well, feta's got salt. That'll be the salt in there. But I'm like, salt your components. Do that thing. Again, I'm not a fucking professional chef. I'm sure these guys would be like, go fuck yourself, dude. You don't know what you're talking about. I'm just, I just know what my tongue's telling me. That's all. Um, and, and this is just a trend I've noticed. So it's not like, this is not an isolated incident. I just feel like maybe people got scolded or people were going there and being like, everything's too salty. You know, my mm. cholesterol's 5,000. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Jesus Christ. And like, they know. But I'm also like, just every layer should be salted. And you don't have to salt it too much. I'm just saying like every component, when you're adding stuff to say saute things or soups, when you're building layers of flavor in any dish, uh, even if it's just a simple omelet, salt every salt every level a little bit. Draw out the flavors of each individual component. Draw out the flavors of the spinach, the mushroom. Draw out those flavors because when they combine, it's, it's gold. And don't rely on another salty flavor to draw out the flavor of another component that needs kind of salt. And it's usually the vegetables, right? It's usually like the good stuff that mm-hmm. draws a, gives you, gives the palate like a nice little, um, variety. Uh, that's why we're eating these foods. Like they're all bringing some earthiness. They're all bringing some sweetness. They're all, they're all touching different parts of your palate. So I'm always like, yeah, it's a pinch of salt to draw it out. That's all. Now, Don, can I ask you a question about the broader cultural side of toast? So I looked it up. It was mentioned in Daniela's lovely and quite polite voicemail. Yes. There's a location in Asbury Park. Uh Uh-huh. You went to the one in Montclair. Mm Mm-hmm. I looked up. The third one is in Red Bank. Yes. Now I'm seeing these three towns. Red Bank, Montclair, Asbury Park, we all know. Mm Mm-hmm. Is toast for fucking fancy pants people? I uh, Is it a bunch of fucking fancy pants bullshit? I don't think so. I don't think it's a bunch of fancy pants. I, I didn't get that sense. I don't think it's like ostentatious at all, right? I don't think it's trying too hard either. Mm-hmm. So that's usually what I'm getting. If it's like for fancy pants people. But are you paying like $28 for that omelet because it's a Red Bank omelet or a Montclair omelet? Let's be honest here. <laughs> it's it's a little... No, no, no. It's not. It's not pricey. I wouldn't say it's pricey at all. I, I, wa- I wanted to. I wanted to play you your game. You just go down Bloomfield after the Nevada Diner in Bloomfield. Are you getting the same <laughs> omelet for like $8 cheaper because it's not in Montclair? Yeah. No, 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 no. No, it's not, it's not that expensive. It's not over <laughs> in your face. I, I recommend... Listen, I, I, Laura and I concluded, we were like, it's good breakfast. And I think the coffee and the cappuccinos were fucking banging again. And oh, the biscuit! The biscuit was a bummer, dude. The it was it kind of was bummer biscuit. Bummer biscuit, dude. It was too dry. It was too dry. Um, a good flavor, really good flavor. Biscuits are tough. Biscuits are tough, but but it's a biscuit, so you want that fluffiness. This this was like a like a scone fucked a desert. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it was like dry, man. It was dry. No 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 disrespect, but it was. It was a bummer. I don't know if that was like a transit thing. It shouldn't be a transit thing. It should kind of stay nice, warm, and fluffy. And we st- we were staying around the corner from the place, so it wasn't like a long drive to bring our food back. Um, yeah, it was just a bummer. It tasted more like like a really dry scone than a biscuit. It's, and when you're dealing with baked goods in Montclair, have you been to Montclair Bread with these donuts these guys crank oh. out? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Holy yeah, like Laura, Laura's, Laura's family loves that place. Yeah, that place. And get, they get stuff do, from there every week. They do the specials. Hallie loves Tres Leches cake, and I happen to see mm-hmm. on their specials. I think on Instagram that the week of her birthday they were doing Tres Leches donuts as a special. So I woke up early as shit, mm-hmm. drove from Morris County down to Montclair, got some Tres Leches donuts. Yep. I'm still thinking about this donut. I had it in July. 
It's November. That's special, man. So if you're That's doing a special baked, place, your baked goods. If, if you don't, if you're not bringing, oh, they got to stack up. If you're not bringing your yeah. good baked goods at Montclair <laughs> right now, because Montclair bread is setting the bar really <laughs> high. high, really high, <laughs> very high. Um, so yeah, this is a good breakfast. I don't think it was awesome. I don't think it's just for like highfalutin folks or anything like mm-hmm. that. It, it, the inside it was really felt like a diner, like felt like a, ups, a little upscale diner, but not like uh, you, you were in some exclusive club or you had to play some. Exclusive exclusive prices so i gotta give him a shout out for that if again warm inviting again during a pandemic things are a little up and down um uh but i got good vibes from the place i definitely give him another shot um maybe not that biscuit though love it so it sounds to me like we've had recommendations from two breakfast spots where you sit here and you go this is a quality breakfast yeah am i gonna sit here and pretend that it's like uh Comp- rearranging my DNA and blowing my brains out? No. <laughs> You'll know. You'll know. I'll, 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 I'll lose my shit over a place, right? How would you compare both of these places to like a, a classic Jersey diner? Yeah, th- th- that's a great question. It's they're a little bit more, you know, almost like, oh, this is so fun to talk about, dude, because I'm like thinking like Jersey diners, they're all unique, right? Like, but they all feel the same. <laughs> yeah. Like you walk into the suburb and you walk into my river edge ride, right? You walk into the TikTok, right? And, and, and in Rutherford and, or I guess that's in Clifton. I think Clifton. Clifton. I'm I'm thinking of the Bendix, uh, which is like the Bendix Bendix, is up on 17, right? On 17. Yeah. 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 That's we getting, getting into Rutherford. I think it's, uh, um, the fuck is Bendix? Bendix has the blind Um, waiter, the famous blind waiter. I never met him. But, but it's it's just like a truck stop in the middle. Yeah, um, all on, neon. on your way to Rutherford. Yeah, it's all neon. They shot, but the famous thing where when my dad's office is in uh, Rutherford, and uh, every time we'd go there, he'd be like, "Yeah, they used to shoot movie. They shoot a lot of movies at the Bendix Diner." Every single time we passed it, yeah, uh, that yeah. that is the joke that we still say. So they they have shot a lot of movies at the Bendix. <laughs> I don't, they're all unique. They all have personalities. So they but they're all kind of like you know what you're getting there these feel like a little bit more mom and pop um yeah just a little bit more i don't want to say upscale in the way of like <laughs> cleaner there might uh, it's just you know maybe a little bit more modern or like the the decor is a little i know less, exactly what you mean you know you know what i mean because like you have like your old school diners then you have your jersey diners that like went through renovations mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so now they're like really in your face and you're like what the fuck is going on here and they're like really like the charm is gone, but they're in this new level of like, this is really fun too. whatever you got going on here. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like a bunch of like mm-hmm. Greek diners went like, we need to like, we need to up our game and like do a big renovation. Yeah. And, and, and then it was just like, what the fuck did you guys yeah, do? Yeah. And it's like still super fun. Though. And the menu now has like a gluten free section all of a sudden. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 They, they really modernized, right? This felt this, that, so that there's, I, I, I think people from Jersey will understand what I'm talking about. Like there's like the pre renovation diner that's still, you're like, they're not renovating this fucking place. Yeah. Okay. It is what it is. Then there's the like, we got, we went renovation crazy. Yep. Uh, diner that has like fish tanks and like, you know, like neon yes, lights yes. and stuff. And like the menus, the huge plastic menu with like 55, you know, the, the spirals in it. And so you're like, okay, these feel like a little bit more like smaller mom and pop, maybe like, uh, uh, yeah, more not chic, but yeah, focused, just more a, a warm, a focused, focused restaurant. Yeah. Focused restaurant. Someone's yeah. making ch- 
choices about what they want it to be. That's exactly right. Okay. I think so. Yeah. So we're going to move on from breakfast. Yeah, these places just need a little salt. That's all. Just a little bit of salt. I'm going to give them another try, too. Now, I know there's two other places we recommended. You tell me, are we going to East Hanover or are we... We're going to East Hanover, baby, because you're you're with me on this one. I was there for this one. Okay. Yeah, this was after. We did a bang bang after we did Bagels by Jarrett. Oh, that's true. That was the same day. That was... Same day. And we had already eaten uh, like egg and cheese sandwiches that morning. Yes, we have, Chris. So just keep that in mind when we're reviewing this, okay? Hey, Chris. My name's George. Uh, I used to live in Florham Park, uh, New Jersey. I now uh, live in Florida. I I lived in New Jersey for the first 18 years of my life. And um, the best place to eat is Godfather's Pizzeria in East Hanover. Uh, I still think about their baked ziti pizza. It was one of my favorite things I had when I was in... um, when I was in high school, and the pizza down here is nothing like the pizza back up in Jersey. All right, man. Thank you very much. Take care. Joe, George sounds like all my cousins combined. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just know who he is. Uh, he feels like a guy that, you know, has eaten his share of food. I'm judging him. Uh, he's moved to Florida, George. I'm judging you, but I feel like I feel like you know what the fuck you're talking about. You've been around the block. You like your pizza. So, so the preface is, Geth and I <laughs> had already eaten a ton of food. Not only that, Chris, we had bacon, egg, and cheese. We had bagel sandwiches from Hot Bagels. Yeah. Um, we had bagels by Jarrett then. We drove to Bagels by Jarrett. Yeah. After that. Then we were like, we're close to East Hanover. Let's order a whole. Yeah. A whole pizza. A whole baked ziti pizza. Per George's recommendation, we went with the baked ziti pie. The baked ziti pie. Okay. Now, Chris went into get this place. Now, first of all, I got to give a shout out to the Godfather's pizza. Cause if you go on their website, they immediately play the Godfather. Pizza. <laughs> and when you walk in, they also have a huge fish. I was going to say, when you walk inside, it looks like a place that gets a kick out of playing the Godfather. Seems like it looks, there's a lot of soft neon lights and a gigantic uh-huh. fish tank in this place. Yeah. It looks like a place where like, I don't know if people have been whacked here, but they're welcoming it. If they, if you want to be whacked in a place, go down to Godfather's Pizza. Yeah. Man, there it yeah. is dark. Uh, it is, it is. Uh, it's a pretty cool. It's a pretty funny joy. But what you quickly learned, Chris, was they do it by the slice. <laughs> we did not need to order that entire pie. We <laughs> we ordered an entire pizza. Uh, yeah, yeah. While you were waiting, I peeked in. There's a there was like a Asian food market right next door. It, it was enormous. I was peeking through the windows, so I I, I kind of just want to go back to uh-huh. also just go go into that market because it looked amazing. Uh, so shout out uh, to that. So yeah, so we got a we got a whole pizza, and it was steaming hot. Um, and what do you remember? Do you remember your thoughts? I do. Because I, 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 wrote, down other some, thoughts, I have, wrote down some notes. And Don, I have other thoughts too that you and I haven't even discussed. Love it. Because um, I'll say this. Godfather's other location is in Morristown. Mm-hmm. And as you know, I live outside of Morristown. Mm-hmm. And I order delivery from Godfather's in Morristown. So I mm. 
have a perspective on it, which I did not realize they were connected businesses mm-hmm. when we went. Got it. Um, and I, I don't know that I had started ordering from Godfather Morristown at that point. Gotcha. But I can tell you what I walked away thinking, and this is George to each their own. Totally. I walked away going, I never need to eat baked ziti on a pizza. I just don't, I was, I don't need it. Uh, yeah, I was the same way. I was the same way. And again, to each his own, I would say this. If it was the top charred, you know, yeah, just out of the broiler, you know, you got that like charred cheese on top. Unfortunately, it wasn't. This was like, it was like a little watery, I think. It felt like they like took the pasta out of the pasta water and like threw it into like the baked ziti sauce. It didn't feel baked to me. It kind of was just kind of too hot and and kind of... Remember, it kind of just spilled out everywhere. Yeah, yeah. We needed. It to- almost felt like it almost felt like vodka sauce in a weird way. A little bit like that consistency instead of like the baked chard. Uh, so maybe it needed to. Um, maybe they're like, oh, we bake these things and 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 they it it gets to coagulate a little bit. You know, it gets to cool down, and they're they're not expecting two chooches to fucking open the box and immediately throw this uh, pizza in their mouth. So there could be an aspect of it. Probably needed to let it cool down. I do know too, we were excited to go. George recommends this specific thing. And uh, I bet. Yeah. And, and because I've had a lot of Godfather pizza from Morristown that has been, and it's really good. My guess is that if you had said to the proprietors of Morris of, of Godfather Uh pizza, which pie should we judge you on? They wouldn't say their baked ziti pie is, is I'm I'm going to feel that with you because the, because the big thing was like when it, when the kind of cheese kind of the pasta just fell off my first slice, because it was so fucking hot. I was like, well, I'm going to eat this naked, you know, have that like beautiful, like naked doughy slice. (laughs) It was delicious. (laughs) That is a a quality pie. It's let's, let's, let's get this straight. They know what they're doing. Dough wise, how they're making this thing. I think George, we love you, brother. I think maybe it wasn't smart of us to get a whole pie after eating a bunch. I think it was a texture thing for me. And I think it was for you too, Chris, where it was like, I don't think we need to eat pasta and, uh, pizza together. There was just a texture thing that was a little off for me. It's also, uh, and it was a little watered and down. We had it was just, just the flavors were kind of canceled out. To we me. had just had the uh, pizza bagel from Pizza Bagels by Jared as well. Yeah, which is that fried brick of the of the provolone, or as you say, provolone. Yeah, which texture wise was kind of a revelation. I thought to have the yeah yeah that was the crazy. bagel and then that disc of cheese that danced so in your mouth this was all kind of one note and i think it was just like too hot too fast uh t- maybe a little too much pasta on there maybe a little too much pasta water mixed in there i think everything just kind of happened and i i'm i'm with you man because like what i remember us talking about it and being like well, the fucking pizza is actually good. And then if you take a second and eat the baked ziti by itself, that has some flavor. It's just like hot and together just didn't totally work for me. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'd recommend that. Maybe I'd recommend like a slice of like a little bit more charred version of it. And that could just be fun. But I feel like they probably have other banging slices. Well, I can tell you, I've had a plain pie from and yeah, you've had It's it. great. I've had a mushroom pie. I've had a spinach pie. I think I've also had the Ooh. white pie. And mm, both all my jams. I also right like to order. They they sell these deep fried zucchini sticks that are great, Ooh. and I get those. Ooh. 
I get Hell to have yeah. some, and then we can convince Cal to maybe choke down a vegetable or two. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and I can tell you exactly what I like about Godfather Pizza. And it ties into, I can see how George growing up near there gets from one to the other. Um, this is not, this is not Brooklyn mm-hmm. fancy pizza. Right. This is, you want something dropped off at your house to have a movie night with the, you want to throw on a Pixar, Pixar movie? Mm-hmm. Let your kid eat a slice. You eat a slice. Maybe you want to just like kick your feet up. You don't want to do dishes that night. Mm-hmm. Classic Jersey. Like this reminds me of pizza I would get as a kid on the same night we'd go to the video store and come home with a couple of VHS tapes. You know, it's that. Yes. It, it's it's a very, very comforting, great version of pizza as a comfort food. That's what it is. Um, that's a great, great review. I yeah. feel like now that I live in the area, there's, and I, and if the proprietors of Godfathers hear this, they might hate me for saying it, but it's like, George, you're from Florham Park. A lot of people look at uh, Nona's, N-O-N-N-A, and I've ordered from there as well. But that's a little bit more, if I'm having a bunch of grown-up friends over and there's less kids and you want like the margarita pie or you want the pie that's mm-hmm. a little... But if you want that classic Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle style, <laughs> you want some cheese, you want some sauce, you want some grease, you want it cooked up right. They're going to fucking nail it. Godfather's is a great option for that. I can vouch for that. Yep. This baked mm-hmm. ziti pizza, it's a lot, George. It's a lot. <laughs> we don't know you, George. We love you, man. And I understand. I understand. I remember eating and be like, I get, I get you, bro. I get it. I think just for us, the texture-wise. And again, we... I'm also guessing like they they would have been like you fucking chooches like give it a second to cool down. Uh, I think we were just like we had, we had time constraints and we were we had to get back and we were, so we were just like ah hey, let's just so do behaving this behaving like psychopaths and we were too. we were also just full of cheese and fucking bread at that point yeah. Um, but again, separately, great dough, great crust. We were like raving about that. The the ziti by itself was pretty good. There was just something about it together, super hot. It just didn't work for well, us. Well, I kind of feel too, I think we talked about it a little bit in the car driving afterwards. I wonder how you feel. Like there's a lot of people who go, oh, never put pineapple on pizza. I'm like, I've had pineapple on pizza. That's okay. It just I don't give a shit. just doesn't. Never do anything. Fuck off. But, Try it. But who cares? The argument I would make is almost similar of like, I don't know if I need ziti on a pizza. I, I, you see other types. I don't know if I need pasta in general on a pizza. How do you feel too? Sometimes you see people put like a whole, you'll see like, I've seen, and this is not theoretical. I've seen Caesar salad pizza where the whole pizza is covered. Fine. Caesar salad. I don't care. Chicken, Go al- ahead, if you chicken like Alfredo it. pizza. I just, fine. yeah, I see. I feel like it's sure. fine and maybe I'll give him a try someday, but in, I'm not going to eat it, but if you yeah, like that, sure. In general, I sit there and I go, it's not it's not totally what I sign up for when I want a pizza. It's a little bit of a Gavon uh, version of flatbread, I didn't, right? I didn't know if I was allowed to say it. You can say Gavon. It's got a little man. bit of Gavon. Like but I think I, there's a Gavon there's Don, a Gavonness to it. You, you know what I mean? Seen, where it's like you can make you could put all that good stuff, you could put all those flavors on a nice flatbread. It's the same fucking thing. It's just loading it up on a pizza because you're like, hey, it's like a big dick contest. Yeah, you know what I mean? Or I was yeah. like, you don't need the big dick dick contest. Like lose a little bit of this, season it right. And sure, I'll eat fucking chicken alfredo on a goddamn pizza. They put clams on a pizza. Peppy's fucking put had that fucking clam pizza, and it's the best. It's one of the best fucking things you'll ever eat. But so. it's pretty. 
it's not ostentatious. No, that it's, New Haven white clam pie. It's not ostentatious. It's all no. It's all in the bread, dude. Yeah. It's, it's how it's their Neapolitan style. It's they know how to make actual pizzas, and then they then they just give very good ingredients and just a little bit of it. It's just the tip, baby. You're just that's horrible. <laughs> that's just gross. That's not talker. Don, can I? Since we brought it up, can I tell you? Ever since you and Mike D fully explained the meaning of gavone to me, mm-hmm. I'm a little bit scared that I might be a gavone. Have you ever thought that I'm a Gavone? You've known me a long time. No, you just—you're not a Gavone. You're—you're just—you're—you're uh, you're obsessed with things. So, like, if you get in—if <laughs> you get into something, you are going to devour it like a Gavone. But I wouldn't say you're but a see, Gavone. I, if I'm like, if I'm out with people and somebody puts out a plate of cheese and crackers, yeah, and there's a good brie on there, and nobody else is really eating the brie, I will say, I'm gonna go eat more of the fucking brie then. No, that's not Gavone behavior. If you asked for more Bray uh, without any hint of being like, this is a little weird to ask for more Bray, then we'd be like, oh, that's a little Gavone-ish. Like, hey, can I get some more Bray? Like, that's yeah, I feel- that's a little gavone If you were just like, huh, no one's eating this, I'll fucking and eat then it. I go, you, might be more, I go, you might be more Mota de Fam territory. What's a Mota de Remind me what that is. Mota de Fam is like famished. Like, you're eating like... You know, like you've never eaten before. So Gavone is a little bit more like in your face about it, a little bit more larger than life and can relate to other things besides food. I'd say Gavone, you can place a Gavone at a ball game. And got it. You know they're eating a they're eating a pretzel, but they're also like screaming at people and dropping beer on people. Like it's just a, it's, it's, and it's more too much. So I'm more more to the farm yeah. of like, what does this guy not eat before he leaves? Does he, did he not have breakfast exactly. or lunch? Which can yeah. be bad, can be okay though. And more today farms can be very quiet. Oh fuck, very quiet. It's you a bad be, thing still you, though, you, right? More today farm. I, it's not as bad as Gavone though. It's something to be made fun of. Like oh, we will make fun of you in our culture to be like, whoa, a little mota de fam there. You know what I mean? Like we're, we're the fucking, uh, where the cheese go, buddy. You know, like we all had two and you were just kind of quietly went over and you're like, well, no one else was eating it. It's like, well, we all had one piece and then we started talking to each other, but you're crazy in the corner staring Fuck, at it. That's me. Yeah. Uh, you're a mota de, de fam. Am I saying that yeah. right? Mota de fam. Mota de fam. Mota de fam. Son of a bitch. I mean, I'm probably bastardizing him, but that's well, how we look, said it. Look, you got it. If there, I don't think you're Gavone though. So that's I don't. Good. That sounds. It sounds like there's a firm line in the sand where I'm not a Gavone, but I got to work on. You know, even at the age of Gavone, definitely more fun. Mote de Femme, definitely like just quiet and like. Huh, it sounds worse. You know? It sounds worse in a way. I think it is. I think it is. No. <laughs> oh no. Well, you know, I'm for, Gavone. You know where you're standing. Mote de Femme are like old, ninjas, and I, there's still room to grow. So I got to correct some of these Mote de Femme. Uh, hey, you learn something new every day, baby. <laughs> All right, Don. <laughs> We got one more place left, and this voicemail came in. Yeah. You were excited because my understanding is a place you grew up with. Grew up with this place, baby. Fucking green papaya, River Edge, New Jersey, man. Okay, let's hear this. Um, voicemail's a minute long. Even in the file, I marked this a little hard to hear, so everybody just focus up. Yeah. Hi, Chris Griffin. My name's Chris Lee Rodriguez. Uh, I grew up in Bergen County. Uh, I lived in Bergenfield for a little bit, and my family moved to Clifton. My dad moved out to Bergenfield. Bergenfield, my mom lives in New Milford. Clifton, got uh, it. New Milford. The best bagels in New Jersey, I think, in the world by far, are Teaneck Bagels on Teaneck Road. Time to um, verify this. Yep. You can serve it out the oven. Do you want to toast it for you? This is, where we, this is why I went there. Belly. The best bagels and the best, uh, one of the best Thai spots is in uh, River Edge, uh, Green Papaya. Um, Boom! Their their uh, patsy beef patsy is so 
code opens a lot of vegan options. My friend actually, uh, who's a vegan who lives in Jersey told me about it. So probably one of the best spots, uh, at least in the county, if not all North Jersey. And I'll find anyone who says otherwise. Uh, thanks. Perfect way to end a Jersey food voicemail. I'll of fight course. anyone who says otherwise. So yep. Yep. This came in. You were thrilled. You were like that. Oh, I was so happy because I eat there anyway. Like when I go home, that's one of the one of the spots I hit up. Um, uh, I hadn't eaten there in a long time, though, since I moved out here and the pandemic. And I just hadn't been back, uh, hadn't been back east in a while. So I was like so thrilled. First of all, the location's great. It's right by the train tracks uh, in River Edge, small town. But we have two train tracks. There's um, uh, Newbridge Landing and, and the actual River Edge station. This is in the Newbridge Landing section uh, down uh, and across the street from our own. Uh, we have a gay bar in our town. We have a little town in New Jersey. Mm. Feathers, shout out. All right. Uh, uh, so it's right by there. So this place has been around, Chris, like forever. But it used to be the China Tea House. So Mary Churn, who owns the place, for a long time when I grew up, it was the China Tea House. Um, and we'd get Chinese food there uh, every now and then. But it was like there was like four Chinese places in our, our town. We just like went to the one down the block. But if like you wanted to go to like a sit down place, you know what I mean? There's like the Chinese food you just do takeout from. And then there's like a couple of restaurants where you can go in and sit down. So Mary is amazing. This is a family owned place. They've been doing it for decades. Uh, she stopped. Like I, th- I don't know if she sold the China Tea House or just stopped working there, but like took a decade off. And then the green papaya. So I think it became something else for a hot second. I, I'm forgetting what it was or just shut down, to be honest with you. I don't know if it like – I remember it like being dark for a while. I then made the green papaya, which is just a little bit more like you know, Asian influence, Asian fusion, uh, Malaysian, uh, Vietnamese. They, they, they kind of put a, a bunch of different things uh, together here. So – yeah, super, super thrilled, super thrilled uh, to have to have to uh, an excuse to go back to an old stomping ground um, to jump into it. Um, the the thing you need to get at this place that is just has not changed uh, in the 10, you know, 20 years I've been there um, is their soup, man. Their shrimp wonton soup, dude, there's just something very special about it. Uh, the wontons kind of melt in your mouth. Nice chunk of shrimp in there. Uh, the chicken broth is beautiful. Um, and they put these little fried shallots in there that, like, is just brilliant. I don't know. It's just fucking awesome. And they always give, like, a little Chinese broccoli or something. There's just a little green in there. It's just one of my favorite things. If I'm going home, I'm getting that soup all the time easily um so very sometimes you say a phrase like fried shallots with just this tone and this reverence yeah that most people can't summon about their religion i know is because it's not a lot dude this is like the opposite of gavonish they just it's just enough in there to have that flavor that garlicky shallotty flavor that rounds out your chicken soup so I'll, I'll eat this all day, every day. I think they have a noodle version of it too. They'll throw noodles in there for you. Uh, but if you're going to go there, you got to just get the get a, get a pint of that and, and call it a day. Um, so when I used to order there, they used to have this thing called the chili chicken on the menu, which is just like very spicy, like sautéed chicken in these like charred vegetables. And one day I was like, I really love this chicken. Is there a non-spicy version? And they're like, we can make it sweet and sour for you. This is on the phone. We used to call them up all the time. 
I was like, sweet and sour version. I was like, oh, I'm not like a huge sweet and sour chicken guy. I never really had it. I maybe went through like a phase in like middle school or something. You know what I mean? Like you, everyone goes through their sweet and sour phase mm-hmm. where you're just like, mm-hmm. oh, fucking fried chicken and this amazing sweet and sour sauce. I'm like, sure, I'll give it a try. Dude, it changed. It was like a game changer for me. And it was an off the menu order. So it was never on the menu. And I'd always call up and I was, can I have the chili chicken sweet and sour style? Okay. And it was little chunks of like breast meat, thigh meat, and and they'd have these charred um, uh, peppers, charred red onions. It was like that wok flavor in there and just a great balance of sweet and sour. I mean, just, and it, and it was unbelievably tender. And I'd have that with a little, um, I usually, I ordered this time as well, their pineapple fried rice. Uh, amazing. Uh, so... That was usually my go-to order. So I have to say, I mean, I feel like I'm shitting on all these places and I feel so bad. I was just, what happened this time was, and I think I'm, I'm guessing now putting this all together to preface this is I feel like there were people over the years have called in and said, Hey, things are a little, maybe too salty or, Hey, we want more chicken or whatever. Maybe people got a little bit more gavonish, but the version, so now it's on the menu, the, the sweet and sour version is on the menu so it's now a non-off the menu thing so So i'm like already a little mad i was like ah bummer i like this i liked feeling special uh like a little (laughs) like a little bitch but like (laughs) so it's on the menu now and now the chicken pieces are huge there's these it's it's like three or four enormous almost cutlets still tender as hell beautiful sweet and sour is great but it didn't leave enough room for them charred vegetables which i thought fucking rounded out this whole thing and looking back on our whole meal there seemed to be a lack of vegetables in a lot of the things like the the um the pineapple fried rice cashew pineapple would come with like cashews and then like a couple peppers and 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 all the meals even the patsy you so like my mom got the patsy you which is bang in there he, he is absolutely right patsy you there is fucking all the first place i've ever had patsy you didn't know what the fuck it was you know uh first place i ever had patsy you so it was very very good there uh, but the greens, the veggies in all the dishes, my dad always orders this like ginger and scallion uh, stir fry. They always come with like a little brown rice inside. You can get a little meal, you know, like comes in that little container, which is like one side is the meal and you get a little rice, you get a little soup with it. Fairly priced, um, great quality, uh, great mom and pop shop. Shout out to Mary again. But like, yeah, this time it threw me off a little bit and I was a little bummed. Soup was Aces banging, nothing wrong with there. We also got this like fr- we got a fried uh, tofu appetizer just for like Joni just to have just to pick on. Very good. Uh, uh, Laura, uh, you know what Laura got the? Oh yeah, she got the patsy as well. Um, the veggies were just like a little short, and I was just a little bummed about that, man. That that those charred wok veggies were like brought it all home for me and i noticed like a lack of vegetables in a lot of the other dishes so it was like packed with meat and rice you know it was like packed with the carbs and the good stuff and maybe i'm just like a veggie bitch but uh don't say uh, that about yourself i hate when you beat up on yourself maybe a little veggie bitch man no that was the only thing i was disappointed about now i made it uh everything else was delicious my dad's ginger and scallion was delicious everything's great well balanced salted well everything's great that was the only thing that was that was thrown off the night so i went back there the last time i was home uh, oh you went for a follow-up i went for a follow-up and this time i wanted to 
and I should have gotten the, the, the chicken again. I wanted to go like, let me get, let me just try one of their uh, curries. Cause I love green curry. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and listen, it's really hard, Chris. Cause I live right by Thai town in, in LA. The Thai food out here is next level. I mean, you can't compare it. It's fucking amazing. So I was like, let me try their green curry. And so I hadn't had in a while. Never really ordered that much, but I was like, let me try to staple of theirs. It was really good. It was really good. And the last time we were there, everything was delicious. There was more veggies. So it could have just been one of those nights. And I'm feeling, again, this is March of like 2021. So this is when the restaurant industry is like getting a little crazy. I think they were doing only takeout at that point. The whole family was there, like went in there. I didn't know if Mary recognized me, but she was, she's there by the door, you know, like, such great vibes of this place. Like I love this place with all my heart. So I went back and things felt a little bit better there, like a little bit more well-rounded. So again, I think maybe when I was hitting up some of these places uh, in March, I think there might've been like shortages uh, in food and also labor uh, that maybe changed things around. So I'm like definitely willing to give a lot of these places. So as I feel like a shit on a lot of these places and I have to, you have to say like, this is me being nitpicky. This is me being like, Oh, there's this kind of trend where things aren't salted enough or like you're only salting one component because another component is salty and that just doesn't totally work. But I also think like we have to support these places. You have to give them other, you have to give them another chance. They're fucking good. These are good people. It's an inviting place. This is a local family-owned places. Like, um, well done. And, and this is during a time where, you know, maybe things were a little off all over the fucking place. So, and they were still edible and great. You, know you what mentioned I mean? staffing shortages, supply chain. Maybe there were less vegetables because they physically couldn't get as many vegetables. Maybe. But I have to tell you something. Listening to you, you describing green papaya saying like compared to where it was when I grew up, you know, five, 10 years ago, Mm -hmm. let's say, and you expressing maybe a little bit of disappointment still described something that sounded utterly fucking delicious to everybody listening. Mm. Mm -hmm. So just so you know, I I don't think it's coming off like you're picking on the local place or saying they fell off. It sounds like they have set an extremely high bar. You got it. And they landed at a place that was still pretty wildly good based on what you're saying. You're going to get a good meal. You're going to get a good meal and it's made with love, man. And I don't think, I, I, and I know that's corny as fucking hell to say, but that place, you feel it every time you go in, it's inviting. It's really, really nice. I know I'm saying inviting a lot this episode, but like that is a huge part of these places. You're not necessarily going to feel that at an actual Jersey diner. It's usually like, where the fuck do you want to sit or like follow me? And then someone kind of slams down ice waters. Um, and like, that's part of the vibe. And that's what we love about like actual Jersey diners. These mom and pop family owned places. I, I don't, I wouldn't say that's half the battle, but man, that's a lot of the battle. It's why, it's why you're loyal to these places. Cause they, tr- you trust them and they are consistent and they deliver and you can feel the love in the food. And let's be clear too. Like the whole point of this show is, is for you to offer up your honest opinions. And people are sending us these voicemails, you're randomly going, that's quite fun. But let's also be clear. Brownstone Pancake Factory, um, or Pancake House, whichever it was. Factory, yep. Let's let's also be clear, and I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but let's not let's not forget my assumption is if it's this versus a chain place, 
it's no go to this it's not to, even yeah, a contest and not just no. to support local business but food wise just food wise yeah quality you're, wise you're holding this to the standards of places that have a lot of love put into them i think that i'm just trying to be honest yeah. too like i don't want to bullshit anybody and just be like and listen i fuck up every day in my you know what i mean like a salt issue here and there if it's a consistent thing if you like 10 people go there and be like hey listen we got we've been going the last couple months and like for some reason you know their eggs are always overcooked or whatever the issue is and then then that's a chef issue then or that's a line cook issue and that's that's got to be dealt with um but you know, I, you can't just try some pla- these fucking reviews where it was like, I've tried this place and it, everyone talked it up. And then I went there and it wasn't that good. You know, it's like, well, that's your fucking opinion. What I'm giving you right now is my opinion. Could have been salted perfectly for you, Chris. I, I don't know. You know what I mean? This is just my opinion. You can't judge a place one time going. You can get a vibe that makes you want to go back there. And I think that's special and cool. So I will be trying these places again. I can also say this, too. Part of this and part of what's so fun about the day we had and you spearheading this side of the whole New Jersey is the world project in general is all the places we just named every single one out of all four of these Englewood Cliffs, River Edge, Montclair, all the way out to East Hanover. Those are all within an hour's drive of each other. Oh, yeah. And like you mentioned, along the way there, you're passing Hot Bagels Abroad, which you already reviewed, Bagels by Jared, which you already reviewed, probably <laughs> yeah, some other yeah. places that I'm forgetting that are all places you reviewed. Part of what's insane about New Jersey is that all these places are sitting right here. It's densely populated, densely packed, and... Uh, They're right there for you. And and we also live in this culture, yeah, you, you could get on Route 10 and just fly through East Hanover... And you're going to pass the Taco Bell in East Hanover, and you're going to go mm-hmm. past a million. You're going to go past a Burger time King and, a place and a Wendy's. For all that stuff, yep. play, mm-hmm. Time and place for all that stuff. But there's mm-hmm. also these places where, with minimal effort, you're eating mm-hmm. a Godfather pizza. Now, did we love the big ZD pizza? No, but that wasn't on Godfather's. But what I can say is, mm-hmm. would you rather stop at a Godfather's pizza? Or a Papa John's or a Domino's? Godfather, stop. It's not even, it's like not not even, even. so the bar is set high in Jersey and I don't think you need to apologize for fighting. I think you're absolutely right. No, you're absolutely right. The bar is set so high here because there are so many places you can go that are so good. So like if you're okay, that's just not going to cut it. Like you need to be consistent in one thing or like you need to have a dish or two where people go like, I didn't try the other thing. Like really, it's it's kind of like you have to be like a, a good band. You know what I mean? Like go play your three hits. Everyone loves them and everyone goes home satisfied. Like we don't need to try everything. But if you're a place that's like not delivering here and there, it's like you're not going to be in business for that long. There's just too many good places in Jersey. So it's like everyone should feel the, the competition Like, you can't suck there. Maybe in the middle of fucking bumblefuck nowhere, you can be okay. You take any one of these places and put them, uh, you know, off of Route 80 in the middle middle of America. I'm not Uh, saying there's not good places to to go there or roadside joints that are amazing there. I'm just saying, like, people will fucking go to these places. You know what I mean? Yeah, if you drop the Brownstone Pancake Factory into the middle of Indiana... It's the best breakfast anybody's ever had because it's Jersey style. And I was just in Indiana. I really like Bloomington. I went to the Owlery. Really great restaurant. Mm -hmm. There's good stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying there's not good stuff. I'm saying bar is set high here. 
Bar said high here. Really high here. And it's... And these are nitpicky things. I'm, 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 I'm also nitpicky. Yeah, this was all so. food that I just stuffed my face full of baked ziti on a pizza all day. 100%. If you want me to. But if you're asking me my opinion as far as discerning, yeah, not my favorite. But their mushroom pie, sure. ooh, not bad. Not bad. There you go. The white pie with some spinach on it. Not bad, Godfather. Go. <laughs> so, Don, I think what's most important is two things. One, 973-780-4660. I think another aspect of this, we always have to remember. Yeah, call in, man. Oh. Call in. I'll go to these fucking places. I'm trying. More recommendations. Thank you for calling we, in. More recommendations. Do we it. want all of them, and it gives, it gives me a good excuse when Don's back in town for us to jump in a car and drive around and catch up. It's the best. Other thing I'll say, too, is... Let's never forget Don Finelli's golden rule of sub sandwiches, which is that the best sub is the one from the place in your neighborhood, your town, Absolutely. the one at your corner Absolutely. deli. And there's some truth for this everywhere. George's nostalgia for the baked ziti pie is not negated by the fact that Don and I didn't grow up with it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, somebody who obsesses over toast because they live right near it and remember the day it opened and how it was a game changer. Totally valid. We come in, yeah. we nitpick. Someone might have the sweet sour chicken from green papaya and be like, no, no, no bueno, dude. No, not interested. And I'd be like, yeah, but I, when I have it, I remember every part of my childhood. Yeah. And that's, that's important to me. Which is part of the bigger picture of what we're doing with this. Yeah. And with Wotown and Connect with me South to your Jersey, memories, also baby. the world wanna... with the jug handle, all of it yeah, is celebrate true. the place, celebrate the people, celebrate the culture. But I was going to say, dude, connect me to your memories, dude. So if you like a place and it's really special to you, I want to taste it. And even if I'm like, I don't get it, like you connected me to your brain. And that's cool, I think. I have had people go to Jimmy Buffs based on my recommendation and tell me that it's disgusting. And I go, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah. Yeah, we get it. Yeah. It's <laughs> a bad idea to eat that. But if you if that place ever closed, I'd honestly be down there like crying in the parking lot of course i can see both sides of it oh oh that's disgusting sure sure but like when you have it it's like fuck man that bite that bite's special though Mm -hmm. (laughs) that fight's magic don it's always a joy i hope people call in 973-780-4660 let us know your food spots and we'll uh, hit them up next time don's on the east coast let's do it baby